Welcome to the receding money line. Another week, you know, with a little Sunday edition. Um, we had some vacations, our things going on last week, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna do double duty this week, and uh, we're really excited for it. So, you got a special guest. You got the two thousand four hundred fifty fifth best half marathoner in Brooklyn, and the five thousand fifty ninth best half marathoner in in Brooklyn. Um, our legs are recovered. So our betting fingers are ready and our voices are also ready. So uh, looking forward to a another addition to the receiving money line. Yeah, big, big shout out uh, to you who I knew that you were going to be faster than you thought you could be. Um, but you definitely surpassed what I expected from you. So so props to you. Uh, thank you for immediately paying your $5 that you lost to me um, when I took under nine minute miles. And I think you did eight tens or something. Um, so that's awesome. And yeah, it was a really fun day. And shout out to uh, our close personal friend, Fritz, who I enjoyed running with, but he definitely uh, slowed me down and I would have gone faster if not for running with him, but I had a great time. Um, what did you, what was your average Pat? Like nine minute, mi- nine minute, one second miles or something. Yeah. And, and your dad almost, I, my dad was two minutes behind me. Your six, 60 year old father me. was, yeah, was two minutes behind you. Yeah. I mean, he's in way better shape than I am. So that yeah. shouldn't surprise anybody. Was the $5 um, worth it knowing you performed so poorly. Yeah, of course it was worth it. <laughs> it was absolutely worth it. All right, moving on. All right, I've got I've got an opening question for you that I was thinking about today on the, on the plane home from sunny Key West, where we were just smashing monster fish all weekend. Um, what sport do you think has the best like playoff structure? And it seems like like the NBA just added there the playoff the play-in tournament. The NHL does like four rounds of best of seven. Uh, the MLB has got uh, their wild, their new wild card playing um, and football hasn't changed a ton, but there's, there's fewer wild card teams. So what do you think is the, is the best? And if you're a player, what do you think is the, is the hardest to make it through? I, the one I enjoy the most, I think is the most fair for like on like in season performance is the NFL's old style. So those the six teams on each side, like I think that proportion's right, and also that, like if you're in the the top two, you do get a big advantage with that buy. Um, it's crazy though, that only one team gets a buy now. Yeah, it it doesn't. I mean, I guess those games are so bad. Like the the seventh team always gets like destroyed, so it doesn't but you're really still matter. plan another game. Yeah, that's a big deal. And my favorite to watch though is is the NCAA March Madness. But it's like the most like if I was a player, I'd be like, what? all you need to do is like is to be in it. Like it does not matter your regular season. Like when you play in the like you're, you're playing like the Maui Invitational, like ranked on ranked matchup. And it does like like I, who cares? Yeah, but so we're going to be I a think, top 60 team. I think that um, like the second hardest sport on your body of the big four sports is probably hockey behind football obviously and i just love that hockey does seven 
does four rounds of best of seven. Yeah. Like they're not messing around like baseball, like doing one round of best of five and two rounds of best of seven. Hockey does four rounds of best of seven. If you if you play seven game series all the, the whole time and you win the Stanley Cup, you're playing an extra 28 games. Yeah. In an in an 82 game season. Like the playoffs is almost half, could be almost half of the regular season. And it's just like brutal on their bodies and they're not getting two days off in between games like they do in the NBA, which is stupid and makes no sense. And I think in the NBA. Well, they're, they're gladiators, Pat, instead of the prima donnas that, it, that are in the NBA. Yeah, they're gladiators. But the NBA. All right. Now I'm switching gears a little bit. But the NBA playoffs, I feel like there's too many days off and it loses a little bit of steam. Like you're ready for the next game. And. I was like at the bar last night and they're showing like replays of like a game from last year. Um, so I think they should make them play more. Yeah. I mean, I think in general, seven game like best of seven games is too many games. Like you can't fit like that's a you had seven games against the same team like that. Like it's such yeah, an arbitrary number, but they all agree. Every every it's score great. is I like yeah, it. seven games is the exact love- number we need. I love playoff hockey. I'm I'm super pumped for it to start. Uh, I'll I jump definitely ahead. I tune in when playoff hockey comes on. Yeah, I tune in. Like I don't watch a ton of regular season hockey. I watch some. Like I'll watch the Bruins when they're on. But I think that this year is the year that a Canadian team is going to win the Stanley Cup again. Their last win was the Canadians won in 1993. 1993, 30 years ago, almost 30 years ago. Yeah. So I will be putting uh, a couple, a couple, a couple bucks on the Flames plus 700, the Maple Leaves plus a thousand, and the Edmonton Oilers plus 1800. Um, I think this is the year that uh, that a Canadian team wins the Stanley Cup again. But before we get to all of our hockey playoff picks. Uh, how'd you do last week? Recap some of your good bets for us. I'll talk about your so, bad bets. Yeah. So first round, right. You know, we, I, we, we talked about that a lot. Um, I'm, I'm going to start off with the nets. The, the nets. I'm so I told you they were, play, it was a, the game was five against six. Um, the in games two and four, the, the refs were literally trying to give this game to the nets. The NBA wanted, that was the best series, you know, the Nets with Katie and Kyrie. They wanted that seven games at least. Yeah. And they were doing their best to make that happen. I mean, some of the fouls, like Jason Tatum fouled out, like for blowing on, on a, you know, Blake Griffin. It was, it was wild and they still couldn't even win. It was pathetic. Um, I mean, it's such a bad conversation that are bad games that like people are, are debating if like Katie and Kyrie are like done, like they're too old. They're 30 and 33. They are in still in their prime and people are debating. Yeah. They're like, these guys, I think they're kind of done. They are staying, which I do like, like they're like, we're going to run it back. Like they're not, I heard that running away, which, which is good. Um, they just had too much change this whole year. Yeah. Right. The whole Kyrie vaccine thing was, was crazy. Um, they just had, they just had too much going on and they traded Ugh. away James Harden, who is an former MVP. I mean, Nick, he's an all-star, right? 
for a guy who won't <laughs> who play. refuses to play. Won't play. We don't, we don't need to like rehash the Ben Simmons situation because I feel like you know it's all anybody's talked about. But uh, if you're a Nets fan, you are extremely frustrated. Extremely frustrated. Yeah. Um, so that's that's tough, and it was tough for you. It was, it was great bad. for me. It having, was bad taking Celtics money line uh, every game. Uh, so that was really good. <laughs> the one thing I didn't have, like, I, I mean, I bet the series, but like, I didn't have them winning, you know, the, the finals, you know, I, 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 yeah. I knew they were going to struggle with that. So I'm fine with that. But I, every single time I was disappointed when I watched them perform um, the next series and people were thinking like the Sixers came out hot, um, but they lost those two games to, you know, at the end of the series. And that would, they were just trying to help me out. You know, they knew I had four to two uh, yep. series wins. So they threw those games. Um, they said, Stevie, we'll throw you. You know, that, that's, that's probably, a nice win plus 400. It is. It is. I mean, it was, you know, it, it was very lucky. Um, but but we got Joel Embiid, right? He he has a concussion and an orbital fracture. I mean, that's a sucker punch to me, you know, Correct. That, that he's dealing with those types of things. Um, I mean, because they can't win without him. He's their best player. He's their whole team. Um, yeah, so you lost all your Nets bets, you lost your Nuggets over Warriors, yeah, which our 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 former guest Wes also lost that. Uh we did win. I won we Mavs over Jazz, but that was pure nice. vibes. Don't listen to any stats. Yep. Do you have uh a Cardinals uh tracker for us? Update? Yeah. I, I've been I've been watching it like a hawk. Yep. Um, and it is now at, uh, plus four, four is it? plus 4,000. So yep. it started at plus 2,800. Um, that's where I locked it in to beginning of the season. Um, you may remember from last week it was plus 3,000. Uh, it is now plus 4,000. They are trending. Yep. They're trending in, in a great direction. Um, this is the time to jump on though. I think that's maybe we should make like a derivatives bet. where like, we bet on what their odds are going to, I'll bet you on what their odds are going to be by the, by the end of the season over under 4,000 plus 4,000. I think they'll get it back. I, I don't know. I mean, okay, who knows? And with that, I have a bandwagon alert, a bandwagon alert. Yes, it is me. I will be jumping on the Mets bandwagon this year. I have made that decision today. They're 15 and seven. Uh, they're in first place in the, in the NL East. Uh, they look great. And as a lifelong Red Sox fan, I, obvi- I mean, th- this doesn't even need to be said, but I can't even stomach the idea. It's hard for me to like go to Yankees games, let alone, you know, contemplate uh, rooting for them, but it would be nice to have a New York team to care about. And the Mets and the Red Sox are never going to play each other. Uh, so I'll be jumping on the Mets bandwagon. I'm going to take the Mets plus 800 to win the World Series. And I'm also going to throw a little bit on the Red Sox plus 3,000 to win the World Series because they have done this before. Well, they're, well they're st- they'll start off slow and then somehow manage to win the World Series. It happened in 2018. It happened in 2013. So um, that's the bandwagon alert. That's the bandwagon. Um I mean, I have to remind you, they are the Mets. Uh, right. It's tough. It's, it's tough. T- it's tough. It's tough. Uh, they do have a Shake Shack over at City Field. So, 
you know, that is a plus. Definitely. And a that plus. bar, that outside bar, uh, Fadden's, Fadden's, yeah, yeah go it's there. Very, very lit. That's a great, great spot to have a few beers before the game. Um, it's almost summer, which means it's almost time to go to Yankees games and bring uh, the tote back bag and stand in right field uh, and buy the cheapest ticket you can get, go to the stand, go to the standing room bar in right field and, you know, just be there for three hours with your buddies. That's the best way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's I, I we always do that. And then we're like, oh, we're definitely going to I'm definitely going to watch this game. And then you realize you don't watch any of the game. Like I you watch- score <laughs> one of the games. What did you? Yes. You pay attention out there. I don't. But I, you're right. You just stand there for three hours drinking beer. And then you look over once or twice and there's a baseball game going on. Yeah. But yeah. the weather's good. It's it's definitely a fun afternoon. Yeah. So tell, tell me about your F1 picks. Okay. So my week last week. Like I said, I had had Celtics money line, easy money, lost a small Suns bet. That was that was fine. Um, I had two F1 bets. One I categorized as quote the easiest bet of the season, uh, and it could not have lost worse. It was. It turned out to be a terrible bet. Uh, I had bet Charles Leclerc plus one ten to win the race. He finished in fifth, and he crashed out on the third to last lap. Uh, he, he put himself into the wall um, trying to make a big move. However, my second bet was a Lando Norris top three at plus 275, and that won. He snuck, okay. into, third, he snuck into third place. Um, was the track dry, or did something, or was it unpredictable? The track was mostly dry, although it did rain a little bit in the beginning. And then it dried out throughout the race. So as they race, like the cars dry out the track pretty, pretty quickly if it stops raining. Um, so it was a good race. We got Miami this week in Miami. They built, I don't know if you've seen, but they built the, they're building the track around hard rock stadium. I saw that. And they're doing all these ridiculous things. Like one of the, the, the suites that you can buy are, uh, are boats like actual boats that they're putting in the parking lot, like in a parking lot, uh, by not, the not tra- in the water. track side. No, there's, there's, they're nowhere near the water. That's like, just boat, on, that's boat life. That's boat guy stuff. <laughs> they're on a trailer, they're on a trailer, and they're putting in fake water, like like painted water, like in between these boats. So it's like across the track, you have these massive grandstands where tickets are going for six hundred dollars a piece. And then on the other side of the track, you have like half a dozen boats that are going to have six people, six people on them each. And I don't know what they're going for, probably like 10, 15 grand or something. Um, I did see that uh, Carbone, the Italian restaurant. Yeah. They have, a, they have a restaurant down in Miami and they are serving dinner at one weekend, $3,000 a plate. Uh, well do you have any picks for that this race or maybe you can actually afford that at that plate no we'll be (laughs) yeah uh we're gonna be doing f1 picks on wednesday okay we might i just talked to our uh scheduler you uh and we might be having our friend jt on the pod on wednesday to do a little nhl playoff preview 
recognizing that we'll be, you know, one or two games in already, but it's fine. And JT also a big F1 guy. So maybe we'll get some F1 oh, picks from JT. Okay. All right. Looking forward yeah. to that. Um, tell me your, your takeaways from the draft, the NFL draft. Um, I, I had a couple, I had a couple of things. Uh, I don't like, I don't need them to tell me how bad the draft is. Like the entire week, they kept telling me, oh, this is a bad draft. This is a bad right. draft. Like, I don't know. Like they, like, I'm not a scout. Like I have, you could tell me it's the best draft. It's the worst draft. I could, I could, I don't realize that. So like, don't just don't tell me, like, tell me this is about optimism. I I'm a giants fan. <laughs> We got two picks. I don't need any negative Nancy's over here. I feel like the only thing that matters with the pre-draft hype is if there's quarterbacks, one or two or multiple good quarterbacks. And if there's yeah. not, people think the draft sucks. And if there are, people think the draft is great. Like yeah. last year's draft was awesome. Yeah, because of, of the quarterback. But yeah. I would say the Giants, a uh, big A plus, um, because when you pick a defensive end and a offensive lineman, you can't go wrong. So I'm just very happy about that. Um, excited about this season. Uh, some people say Kayvon Thibodeau is, is tears too much about things outside of football. Like he launched his own cryptocurrency. Um, that's, that's, that's smart. That shows he's uh, entrepreneurial a, yeah. and scrappy. I mean, and I maybe want, a fraud and maybe a fraudster. <laughs> a fraudster. But I, I mean, based off of players that like, that struggle to like list, like, actually watch the like tape i think that you know some some actual uh you know motivation is a good thing like the fact yeah. that he wants to do other things is, is not a bad thing i'm not going to look at that as a bad thing we also have the guy who what about like, the potential fraud and pump and dump scheme i mean as long as he has 10 sacks a year i mean we can <laughs> we can work with that we can work he with can that. do as many cryptocurrencies as you <laughs> <Yeah>. wants <laughs> Yeah, at one and you will be buying them. Yeah, for after, every five sacks, he can have a, a, a crypto. This person. pod, this podcast, will slowly transition um, to making uh, vibes-based sports bets to making vibes-based crypto investments. Yes, yes, based on the sack totals of the Giants. Um, yeah. I also had so on your team. I did a little little great. Uh, I said a C. For you, for the first round, offensive lineman. Cole um, Strange, UT Cole Chattanooga. Strange. Yeah, a little earlier than many thought. Yeah, okay. He would have been drafted. You know, you know it's not great. I'll, I'll admit, it's not great when uh, head coaches of opposing teams are literally laughing at you because they thought that the player you picked with the 29th pick would go 75 picks later and, and would still be on the board. <laughs> Yeah, that's. A uh, I'm sure everyone's seen Sean McVay was doing a live interview during the draft because they, of course, will never be able to have a will never have a first round pick ever again, um, and just started bursting out laughing when he saw that Belichick took uh, Cole Strange with a 29th pick. Yeah, that that was rough. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spin zone this right. Hey, the Rams they won last last year, but. They weren't like dominant. And I think that they're one or two plays away from them being like, oh no, we didn't win the Super Bowl and we have no picks. So, like, if they're laughing, like, like you said, they have no first round picks. They, they're not for it. 
So don't tell me it's a bad draft. Tell me it's the greatest draft and the Rams are going to suck next year. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to hear. Like you, you, you not having any picks is bad for your business. That's what, what do you think is going to happen with, uh, with Baker. He's going to get traded to the Panthers. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, I would, I don't know why the giants though, are not even like talking about it. Daniel Jones is a bum and I would love to have Baker on the team. So I, 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 I don't know why there's not enough. There's not more teams. He, he brought the Browns, the Browns to the playoffs in the NFC North with when all those teams are really good and they have been really good for the last couple of years. Like, I know he's not perfect, but like, those are really, that's really hard to do. Like I'd take him. Yeah. I think there's a, there's plenty of teams you could use him. And I think he does really good commercials too. So we got to keep those going. No matter what those state farm commercials where he's pretending that the stadium is his house are, those were great. We can all agree that those were really good. So whatever team gets him, will get somebody that's really good at doing commercials and that'll be great for the local economy. Yeah. I, I, my favorite part about those commercials is I see them all the time because I watch a lot of football, but if you ever with someone who, who doesn't normally watch football and one of those comes on, like I, they get, they love those commercials. Like, cause it's like the first time they've seen them and you kind of like forget how funny they actually are. I was with a few people this weekend, um, family members for our fishing trip uh, who don't watch sports like at all. Like they don't watch any sports. They have no sports opinions. They have like in some way I'm like envious of them because their whole life doesn't revolve around like mindlessly sitting on the couch, watching uh, grown men and women play sports. But it was like the end of the draft came on, like the first round of the draft was on and they requested to change the TV to one of the music channels because we didn't have a speaker. (laughs) They're like, can we change the TV? Can we, instead of watching this like talk show, can we change the TV to one like, like, um, nineties jam rock or something. And I'm like, no, no, we can't do that. I'm like, here's my phone. I put my phone in a solo cup. Like there's your music. We're not, we're not switching it off the first round of the draft. That is, that is wild. I, that's like, I, that this, the draft though, is a time where like, I love the draft. Like, I think it's appointment television. I watch it every year. Like it's all the rounds. Not no, the first round, the first round, maybe like, but Thursday night, I'm always watching. Like, I'm very excited about it. And that's a time where people that aren't huge sports fans are like, Hmm, really? You, the draft every year, like, you need to watch that. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, what, what? Wait, of course, of course. The it Giants really have a good. top 10 pick. I mean, <laughs> I love hype for anything. And, and the draft is, you know, it's all hype. It's peak hype. That's all it is. Like it, it could be done. It could just as easily be done to the same effectiveness on like a Yahoo uh, fantasy draft. And like you, they just announced the picks on Twitter. Like it could just as easily be that. I have a question. I thought they were gonna like ferry people on boats in like one of the. You're right. They were gonna the, talk about that. The fountains, and they, when they kept zooming out, 
and like to show the draft scene and the stage and everything. And it looked like it was like wedged in a parking lot in between two buildings. Yeah. It, yes. It was <laughs> compared like, it to like, terrible compared to Nashville when they had it like on their downtown streets, ruining bachelorette parties left and right. Yeah. Um, this was, this was pretty much like, it almost like it looked like it was hidden. And I forgot that they were, they, that was a rumor that they were going to do that. Like boats across the water to get to get the right which obviously makes no sense and would be a logistical nightmare uh but they didn't do anything i I felt like like for the nfl which is like a hype machine as we're just talking about for the draft like it literally looked like it was wedged in between two buildings in a parking lot with a big stage yeah yeah i mean they make it like they don't they they make the whole thing like those like different fan sections it's so weird. Like when they put all the Lions fans together and they put all the Bronco fans yeah. together and then they like, like, I don't, I don't know if I love that. Would you ever want to go? I would. I would. I, I'd, I'd like to go one time. Yeah. I wish it was back in New York. I would definitely go. Um, but I don't know if I can go every time, like every, like every round, like Thursday, no. Friday, Saturday. Just go first round and then just yeah, go do something fun in that city. Yeah. That would, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, did you do it? Did you do any do prop? Did you do any prop bets on the draft? I had one that hit. No, I was I was too busy. Like I said, just slaying fish, <laughs> slaying fish, trying to convince your uncles that this is important. Um, I <laughs> I did over four and a half George dogs drafted in the first round plus one thirty. That hit. Um, nice. I I think it's fun because it's like you're betting on the team again. Like you get one more bet in on the Georgia <laughs> yeah. Bulldogs. From yeah. 2021. Yeah. So yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, right. it's fun. I, I enjoy the draft. So I've got lightning money line tomorrow night, Tampa Bay Lightning. I, um they're buzzing. The boys, the boys are buzzing. Playoff hockey's back. Uh and then and then as I said early, I got so excited I jumped the gun. I got all the. I'm taking the money line on all three of the Canadian teams. All three the for the Cup. series, and you have futures. No, no, no. The- just futures, Stanley Cup champions, Flames, Maple Leaves, Oilers. Okay. All right. I had a different strategy. Um, oh, num- Canada. <laughs> number one strategy: don't bet on Canadian teams. Okay. Uh, they haven't won since 1993. It's really simple. You know, just eliminate those three teams out of the equation. Um, now we're going to play with some, some real teams. Um, a couple other things, you know, watch out for the ice by the nets. Um, you know, this weekend, uh, you know, if it's starting to melt, you know, it's hot goalie season, hot goalie season. You know, this is, this is when teams make runs. Um, this hot is the- goalie season. You mean like Henrik Lundqvist? Cause he is a hot goalie. He is a hot goalie. Who's never gotten hot in the playoffs enough for some, some Ranger fans. If I will say so, um, and it's also this is this is the era of parody. Um, so don't be afraid to go against the favorites. I would speaking of parody, sorry. Um, I was in QS today and I saw a guy with a parrot on his shoulder. That's parody. Um, a little different, <laughs> but also just as fun. Uh, so I I'm going with the Tampa Bay Lightning super uh future plus eleven hundred, the Dallas Stars and the Carolina at Plus forty five hundred, big one, and Carolina yep. plus twelve hundred. I'm feel I got a little southern southern style uh, to my picks. 
Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Nice. Uh, Monday, Sunday night baseball is going on right now. Uh, my, my New Your York Mets, Mets <laughs> against the Philadelphia Phillies. And what do you, you, what do you got on that? I got the Mets. You got the Mets. Okay. I got my the Mets. Mets. I got the Mets minus one and a half. And I am quickly learning the more I bet on baseball games is that one and a half run total is, is daunting. It is like a, yeah, like it's hard to beat a team by two runs. Like it's, it's hard. I'm looking at the scores from today. Three, two, six, five, two, nothing, six, four, seven, five, 10 to one. <laughs> 10 to one. I feel like you, Rockies Reds. I feel like you think that games like more games are like three run, four run games, and they're just not like baseball no. is a is like these era of parody, um, you know, and and so you know you gotta you gotta watch out for those those one and a half run lines. Yep. But that being said, I got the Mets minus one and a half. Yeah, I love the Mets. Always have. Always have. <laughs> All right, that was week seven. Of the receding money line, a quick hitter. We got NBA first round is done. NHL starting up tomorrow. Hopefully, we will have our close friend and hockey betting expert. He actually is very good at betting on hockey. Uh, JT Cook on on Wednesday. He'll also probably be giving us some F1 picks. Miami F1 race next weekend. And... The meme kitchen is hot as ever. Check out the Instagram, the receding money line. Steve, meme chef McLaughlin is in there cooking up some meme ragu every day for the, for the people. Uh, so with that, uh, we'll leave you. We will be back hopefully on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday night um, with JT. So peace out.